0: Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church, North Hills, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello. Sunday stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever felt grumpy? You know, kind of crabby, out of sorts, cranky, cross? When I get grumpy, my face shows it. My eyebrows have this funny way of moving down, and my eyes get squinty. And I close my mouth real tight and scrunch it up. This is not a friendly face. The other day, my granddaughter and I were playing when suddenly her face got grumpy. "Uh Uh-oh, I said, is something wrong? Where are the other animals, she asked. We were setting up the nativity when she noticed the donkey and cow were missing. So I went looking for them, but they were nowhere to be found hoping to be helpful I came back with a horse and a pig no 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 she said so again I searched and returned this time with an adorable rabbit and a cute baby bird I don't want those wooden animals she said sadly as her eyebrows went down we need the cow and the donkey Disappointed that I hadn't succeeded in cheering her up, I said gently, I am afraid the cow and the donkey are in the attic and there is no time to get them right now. I was disappointed that I hadn't succeeded in comforting or cheering up my granddaughter. The situation was just not going the way she believed it should, and to be fair, I agreed with her, but there just wasn't much time to solve the problem it was almost time to go to school i didn't want her to be sad and grumpy but she was when i get grumpy usually the people i am with don't want me to be grumpy either and will do their best to cheer me up I continued to do my best to cheer up my granddaughter by sharing with her that I understood her frustration at not being able to fix the problem the way she wanted to. We hugged each other. Then she said, I'm still frustrated, but her eyebrows weren't quite so frowny. And that was fine with me. When we feel grumpy, our family and friends try to get us to feel happy. Sometimes they succeed in cheering us up, but sometimes we need more time. Like Billy in today's Sunday story. Billy is not like other kids. He's a bit moody, a bit cranky, a bit grumpy. His mom takes him and his sister to the animal rescue one day in hopes of cheering him up. The animals are cute and playful, but a little bit too cute and too happy for Billy. Then, Billy discovers a different part of the shelter. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Grumpy Pets by Christine A. Lombardi. Mom took Billy and Sarah to Perfect Pets one Saturday. Mom worried that Billy always seemed unhappy. She hoped that a special trip would give him a reason to smile. Who couldn't help but smile with so much cuteness everywhere? It seemed everyone was finding their perfect pets, especially Sarah, but Billy was not amused. He began to look around, but every single pet was just so happy. Billy thought to himself. So he walked up and down the aisles. Then he heard a noise. And there in the back were the grumpy pets. Row upon row of scruffy, grouchy faces. They were crabby, cranky, and moody. A little like Billy. Billy stared at one of the dogs and the dog stared right back. Billy made a face. So did the dog. Billy took a step closer. And the dog did too. And then... I'll take him, Billy said. The volunteer handed Billy the dog. And then Billy held him. They stayed like that for a long time. Everyone had found their perfect pet. Even Billy. Did you notice how Billy and the dog understand each other almost right away? By the end of the story, Billy and the dog are good friends, good grumpy friends, and that is good. But we may struggle to find our perfect friend who understands us, agrees with us, and is the same as us. At school, in our neighborhoods and beyond, we meet people who make different choices than we do and who are different than we are. We can get grumpy very quickly if we try to make them exactly like us. We can't move them around or arrange them like toys. They won't like it and will fight against us. God does not want us to fight with each other, or to put ourselves first above other people, or to insist that they do things our way. God knows how hard this is for us, so he sends his son Jesus to show us how to live, which Jesus does perfectly. God knows that we will never live perfectly the way Jesus does, but we can do our best to follow in his example. He knows this is a struggle. And there was a man who once lived who knows just what a struggle this is, and wrote about it a lot. His name was Paul. He was alive during the time of the early church. Now Paul had a hard life, and I'm sure there were many times when he was grumpy about it. But he wholeheartedly trusted in God's promises, and no matter how many bad things happened in his life, he never stopped trusting that nothing would ever separate him from God. Paul dedicated his life to spreading the good news about Jesus, but he hadn't always done this. In fact, he started out doing the exact opposite. Instead of helping people to know Jesus, he had worked hard to turn people against Jesus. But then God showed Paul a better way to live, and after that, Paul worked very hard to bring people close to Jesus. And one way he did this was to write lots and lots of letters that when we trust in Jesus, nothing anywhere can separate us from God. And in one letter, Paul says, Look, let's stop trying to convince other people to be like us because when we do this, we make it hard for them to see God because we get in the way. We become the obstacle that separates them from God. And when Paul was being an obstacle, when he was telling people Jesus was bad, he really thought he was doing good work for God. And when we try to change people to get them to be a certain way, we may think we are doing good work for God too, but that's not our job. It's not up to us to insist people say and do certain things because we think it's what God wants. The best thing we can do is to be true to ourselves and remember that we belong to God. Billy's mom in today's Sunday story shows us how to do this. She doesn't try to change Billy. She accepts his grumpiness. She doesn't insist that he cheer up. She loves him the way he is and helps him to stay true to himself. Today's Sunday story also helps us to understand what Paul says over and over in his letters. God wants us to be true to who we are, that we are his children, created in his image, and to trust and believe that Jesus is our perfect, everlasting friend and to follow in his ways so that nothing can ever separate us from God. Let us pray. Jesus, who is friend to all, you taught us that the kingdom of God is like a tiny mustard seed that grows into a huge plant, so big and so strong that birds can build nests in it. May our friendships grow so big and wide that they include people of many kinds. May our friendships grow so deep and tall that they bring us closer to you. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.